Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. You're rolling with Jason and John right here on 9290 FM ESPN. Uh, my name is John Martin, and I am riding solo. I'm riding solo. Our man Jason Smith is... Still with us, just taking a much-deserved early Christmas vacation. So uh, that because uh, people will ask, "Where's Jason? Where's Jason? Jason's cool? Everybody's good. Everybody's coming back. Okay, everybody's everybody's rolling." But it's just gonna be me and Brad for today, and what a day in Memphis sports! Chamarin, I'm on my grizzly. It shall be because one number twelve is going to play his first basketball of the season. King James just tweeted about John ja Morant, said, 12, welcome back. Go be great again. So King James is looking forward to 12's return. We are certainly really looking forward to 12's return. Could not watch another game, okay, without him. No. Uh, they got absolutely molly <laughs> last night at Oklahoma City. Uh, ten and a half point underdogs could not crack a hundred no. last night on the road uh, at Oklahoma City. So, buddy, John ja Morant, welcome back, my friend. You have been sorely, sorely missed. John ja Morant, I'm on my Grizzly. Get into that. What we expect um, from him tonight? Grizzlies are on the road at the New Orleans Pelicans, so we'll touch on that game and more. Also, huge night for the Memphis basketball program as they host. Number 22-ranked Virginia. The Hoos are in town, and it's going to be on ESPN. I was actually hanging with uh, R.C. Randolph Childress last night. He is on the call for ESPN. Um, And so we'll get into that game, uh, expectations, you know, what does Memphis need to do to win, can they win, all that and more on the show. Jessica Benson is going to join us at 1125. We'll talk to her about John Morant's return. How much better is this going to make the Grizzlies? Um, is it going to happen instantly? Is it going to take some time? How much time do you really have? We'll get into all that with her uh, at 11.25 from Grind City Media. Uh, at around 12.25, 12.30, we are going to be joined by, yeah, Jeff Goodman. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Goodman is going to show his face on the airwaves, so to speak. Uh, and so we'll, we'll hold him accountable. That's the first thing. Every time I talk to Jeff Goodman, every time I ever have an interaction with Jeff Goodman, 
It's all in the spirit of accountability because I think he goes about his day and about his life where people are afraid to do that for him, but but not me. Uh, and so we're going to have him on at 1230, and we'll talk to him about Penny Hardaway, the job he's doing, uh, Memphis, college basketball at large, uh, and this game tonight, obviously, against Virginia. So stick around for that. And then at 125, Trista Crick, our friend from BetMGM Tonight, who joins us every Tuesday, is going to join us, and we'll, of course, talk to her about the return of John Morant, the Grizzlies. You know, she she did want this team to tank. They apparently obliged her for the first 25 games as they finished 6-19 and without Ja. Absolutely brutal. Uh, worse than you could have ever imagined. Let's be honest about that. Uh, and so we will talk to her about what we can expect moving forward uh, with these Grizz. So all that and more on the show today. What a day. What a day in Memphis sports. We got a lot to break down, though, Brad. Let's do a little over-under. It's Jason and John's over under. Over. Over. Under. Under. Let's start with the star of the day. Point guard for your Memphis Grizzlies, John Morant. Points for the great point guard, John Morant. Our number listed 24 and a half. John? Over. Under. Well, this is a great question, isn't it? Because yes. it's sort of a do you expect Ja to take a little time to ramp up? Do you expect him, you know, his minutes to be sort of um, monitored? Or right. do you expect him to just be full bore, you know, full steam ahead, uh, and and they're just going to let him rip? You know, I don't have the answer to that. I don't know. I mean, I guess if, I, if I'm using history as a guide, I would say the Grizzlies are not just going to let him rip. They're going to take their time. Mm-hmm. They're going to get him acclimated. They're going to let him get his feet underneath him. With that being said... I could only look to the over here. Now, it's juiced uh, to minus 140, okay, over at Superbook. So you're going to have to pay, you know, some big-time juice to go over this number. But the reason why I'm, I'm going over it um, is because he, he, he said, I'm not trying to have a historic game coming out of the, you know, my first yep. game back. Yep. Nobody asked him that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? This has clearly been a point of conversation. Nobody said, hey, Ja, do you really just want to come out and, like, set the record, you Drop know, when 50. you get back? Yeah. They're like, you know, Ja, you know, how do you feel about coming back? Well, you know, I'm not trying to say, yeah, we know he's going to try. Yeah. So, in that spirit, um, I think Ja is going to definitely press the issue tonight, and I would want him to do that. Yep. Like, I I need him to be very selfish tonight. Um you know, obviously, do it all within the framework of the uh, of the team. But, bro, you you know, you need to get back immediately. You need to get comfortable immediately. And you know, being passive and because because this team sucks without him. Yes, it's terrible. You don't you don't need to defer to anybody else. Okay, like we we got twenty five games of Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson leading this thing, and uh, and I'm not just putting it all on them because I know there were some injuries and some guys out here and there, but they have clearly, clearly missed that first option. Yep. Okay, and that's you. And so go out there and be a first option, man. Like immediately, don't even think about it. Um, that's how I would coach it. That's how I would tell them. Like, because because here's the deal: we don't have time for you to get your legs underneath you. You know, I'm going to hope and pray that you've stayed in shape, that you've been practicing, that you've been, you know, preparing for this so that when you can get in the game, and I assume he's been absolutely raring to go, mm-hmm. that you can just pick up where you left off. 
I mean, it's not like he's been out of – this isn't like a Paul George ACL deal where he missed, you know, a, a year of basketball, okay? You're, you you missed 25 games of because you got suspended. So, with that being said, I need a takeover. Yes. That's what I need. I, yeah. I need that from Ja. I need aggression, aggression um, and I need him to hunt his shot. And because, again, I've, I've, got, I've had 25 games of this team – Running around like a chicken with his head cut off on offense, like <laughs> yeah. not knowing what the hell to do. Yeah. And so I need, I, I, I now have that yes. answer. Yep. Okay. So be that. So be that. Um, I expect that is, you know, I, I think he will be very aggressive tonight, and I do think he will go over uh, 24 and a half. If I might um, offer an opinion here, please. Um, I think he's going to go over. I would put it at the lock of the century. He's going to go the over. The lock of the century. I think I first of all I didn't watch the Eagles football game last night, which was a mistake. Um, I should have watched. A hell of a game. I should have watched the Seahawks Eagles game and real. But part of my job is you know updating the website That's and, right. and cluing people into the, the the team that we're the flagship for. So I focused on the Grizzlies game, and boy was that a piece of crap game to watch. I'm and no disrespect. Mm. I mean I I watched. Mm. No player scored over 20 points in the basketball game. None. Not John, you know, there's no John Morant. There's no De- Desmond Bain didn't hit 20. Jaron Jackson didn't hit 20. So when none of those players either aren't on the court or don't hit 20, man, it looks like a piece of dog doo doo. Yeah. And awful. so, and then you had Oklahoma City with all their players. Yeah. And by the way, the, Cl- the Clippers handing over Shea Gilgis Alexander to the, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Holy crap, man. He's a. He's a next world player. Yeah. And he's he's, he's averaging 30 plus points a game. All their players scored in double figures that were starting. That was a nightmare. So yes, with it that was. that being said, I put myself in the shoes of John Morant like, man, enough of this crap. <laughs> you know, like I'm going to go drop. I know he said he's not going to try for a historic game. I promise you he's going to try for it's a historic game. It's because he said that. Yeah. That I think he will. Exactly. Uh, like in a lot of it's like when you say I'm sorry, I'm going to apologize before I say something and then you eviscerate somebody. It's yeah. kind of the same thing. Yeah. I, I I think he's going over this tonight. I think it's going to be a uh it's going to be a sight for sore eyes. Uh who knows if they win the game. We'll get to that in in a yeah, minute. That's next, right? But uh but I definitely think John Morant will get back and I think he will reclaim his status immediately as as the top scoring option and go over 24 and a half. Yep. Martin, now let's get to the game here. This is a, the New Orleans Pelicans. We have an early pregame at 6 o'clock. The tip is at 6.30 here on 92.9. The margin of defeat, it's framed as the margin of defeat for the Grizzlies. We're an underdog. The number is 8. Over. Under. I mean, look, the, the Pelicans are are healthy, and they are playing really good basketball. Um, and, and that's sort of baked into this number here. They've got other guys. Um, you know, they've, they've won – Four in a row here, um, and so I think that's you know it's it's in New Orleans, and so I understand why the number is what the number is. With that being said, um, how much? What, I mean, what would the spread be if there was no John Moran? I mean, are no. we saying it would be ten plus? Ten plus? I mean, they were they were ten and a half last night against yeah. Oklahoma City, maybe fifteen at Oklahoma City, <laughs> which I think is a better home court advantage. So. Yeah. I mean, I just think eight is probably too high of a price with the Pelicans. I think this is a is closer to a five and a half six point game okay. than eight. I think the Grizzlies can cover this number. I would not be shocked if the Grizzlies win this game outright um, because I do and, and I'm pretty bullish on Ja coming in and fixing a lot of the problems. 
um, spacing has is, is been a problem, and Ja's going to fix that. You know, guys playing out of position, Ja's going to fix that. Um, guys getting certain uh, minutes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Certain yeah. guys getting minutes, Ja's going to fix that. Now, they're not fully healthy. We know that. You know, D. Rose is out. Marcus Smart is still out. Um, and so that's going to hurt. But, I mean, obviously I think this is going to be peak motivation for the Memphis Grizzlies. I think whatever their best effort is, you're going to get it tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously it is on the second night of a back-to-back, so that – you know, is probably going into the number as well. Um, but it's not like Oklahoma City, New Orleans is some great grueling travel. Yep. I mean, that's probably a pretty quick flight. So um, I, I think the Grizzlies find a way to keep this close, and Ja gets unleashed a little bit, and uh, and maybe they have a chance to pull the, the win out right. Yep. That's what I would say uh, in this one. So give me Grizz plus eight. I'm not taking the Grizzlies at all in this game, and I think that the Pelicans will cover, take the number two. The The thing I learned last night watching that game so closely without John Morant is when you've got players like uh, Jacob Gilliard in the mix and then your backups are – Vince Williams, no do no disrespect to Vince Williams. Like everybody's been talking about this guy, like he's an all-world player for the last month because he's the only player we have. Yep. But like, we're super thin, man. Like it's almost like three on five in a way because yeah. you don't have your your center, you don't have your starting center, you don't have your backup center, you don't have. Uh, your great backup point guard, Tyus Jones, from last year. You don't have, like, all of these wings are crap. I mean, they don't have any scores on the wings besides the starting unit. Am I off on that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's... My t- is that too firm? I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm off. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's off base. So I don't know, man. I hope they win, though. I'd really like to see them win because it's been really a, a struggle here. For sure, you know. For sure. Uh, over under here, three and a half point margin of victory for their number twenty three Tigers tonight against UVA. Over under three and a half. Yeah, I mean, I think this is actually a a really really good spot for the Tigers. Um, uh, it was uh, it opened at two and a half. It's up to three and a half. So obviously the sharp money did come in on Memphis to to kick this thing off. Um, Virginia's ranked, and they're coached by Tony Bennett, and that's the extent of it for me. Yep, uh, they're young, and this is their first true road game of the season. And I saw that most of the um, most of the, uh, the club money. level or, uh, club club level oh. tickets are sold out. Oh, good. Uh, and so this is going to be mm. a, a, yet again a second second straight mm-hmm. incredible atmosphere, uh, and I think that's probably a lot, you know, for a young team to uh, to handle uh, in Virginia. And so I, I think Memphis gets this done. I mean, I think you know again our our sort of instinct, our human instinct with Memphis is to just assume that what goes up must come down. Yep. Uh, that eventually that balloon is going to pop. And uh, something terrible is going to happen, and and that would sort of this would qualify, right? You get into the you get into the top twenty five after all the BS, and in your first game getting into the top twenty five, you lose. Yeah, that would be like the Memphis sort of PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think Memphis gets this done. And I was actually talking to I was I was talking to uh, RC Randolph Childress last night, who's going to be on the uh, commentary team tonight for uh, ESPN, and. And he said, and he's an ACC guy, you know, I mean, he went to Wake Forest. He was an All-American at Wake Forest. He watched a lot of ACC basketball. And he said he thinks that, like, what, what like, he, if, if a team gets blown out in this game, he thinks it's Virginia. He thinks there's p- blowout potential with Virginia uh, in this game for Memphis because, look, I mean, Virginia plays the same way every single year. You know what you have to do against them. You have to make shots. And you have to make shots in the context of, you know, 
um, you know, a set. Yep. You know, because because if you know if you can't get out in transition against them, you're going to have to set it up, and you're going to have to make some tough shots. But with that being said, um, I think Memphis can do that. I think they have shot creators. I think they have at least three shot creators, maybe four. Uh, you have David Jones, we know can do it all. Uh, Javon Quinterly can get to the hole. Um, Caleb Mills can get his shot. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think Jaquan Walton is a guy who can go off sort of at any given time. And this is, again, without Naquan Tomlin. If Tomlin's in this game, I think it's probably four and a half, five. Um, so, yeah, I definitely believe Memphis wins tonight. Um, maybe my confidence is misplaced. Maybe that's no. just – but I think this team is locked in, man. I think they're, they are a professional outfit, essentially. Um, and this game is at home, and they know what, th- what this game means. They know – like, Virginia – for Virginia, this is just like another Tuesday in the ACC, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, this is like okay. Well, well, we got we yeah. got Memphis tonight, and then we got Duke, and then we got Carolina, yeah. and then we got sure. you know, uh, you know, you name it. We got Clemson, sure. and yeah, this is one. This is one game for yeah. them. Yeah, you know, for Memphis, another one. This is everything. Absolutely, because if you don't take advantage of tonight, yep. which is an, again, which would be your fourth ranked win, and would really, really mm-hmm. set you down a path of. You know, I saw Mike DeCourcy had them as a three seed today. Wow. You win this game tonight, you know, you can start to maybe dream about that. If you lose it, though, if you lose it, right. you lose that top 25 status, and it's it's an opportunity that goes down the drain for a potential, you know, quad one resume win, and you have to, you have to capitalize and take advantage on those at all times. So this game is going to mean a whole lot more to Mips. That doesn't mean like teams don't always win their must-win games, okay? That we know that. Mm-hmm. But I think Memphis is a better team than Virginia. I think they're actually catching a bit of a break here in that Virginia's ranked. I don't think they're as good as their ranking. No. I don't think they're a top 25 team for the most part. And so Memphis is going to benefit by getting Virginia still ranked in their first true road game of the season in a place where Memphis basketball just so rarely loses. They've only lost three non-conference games at home under Penny Hardaway. Yep. I mean, that's, you know, that's what we're dealing with. Um, and they haven't done it since 2021 against wow. Murray State. They didn't do it last year. I mean, only three times since he's been here. Um, so it, it doesn't happen. So I think Memphis finds a way to get it done, man. I like them tonight um, against Virginia, you know, you're talking about three throws at the end with three and a half. I mean, you know, that's not necessarily something that I'm in love with. Um, but I can only look at minus three and a half in this one. Um, I just don't think, you know, if Virginia gets behind, yep. they get down, you know, seven, eight, nine points in the first half. You know, I think Memphis is going to start to feel itself a little bit. That crowd's going to be into it. Yeah, I think Memphis can pull away. So I'll go Memphis minus three and a half. I think they get it done, and and, and Penny Hardaway gets his fourth. Wow. Ranked one of the season before the calendar even turns turns to January. I like Memphis to cover this number. I mean, those guys. I was looking at, at Virginia's. First of all, not only really young, they have Reese Beekman, who's like their best player. Their best I guess player, exactly. he's a senior. Yep. But beyond that, and they're all little guards. They're not. They're all like six two, six three, like on the wing. So. I mean, we just beat Clemson, who's an AAC, ACC opponent, and and we didn't really play our best game, and we didn't shoot three throws, and we didn't really shoot that well at times. I suspect we'll win this game and cover that. Exactly. All right, we're going to come back, talk to Jessica Betts, and get her thoughts uh, on Jaws' return, the uh, Grizzlies tonight against the Pelicans, all that and more on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, are you trying to fam? Yes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jessica Benson joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Catch her on the Jessica Benson Show with CJ Hurd of Bryant City Media and the Grizz Radio Network. Hello, friend. Hello, how are you? Isn't there just a renewed energy in the air? I mean, there really there's is. joy, there's peace on earth. There's, you know, this week is always one of the hardest work weeks of the year, the week before Christmas, and yet all of us get to be a little excited about it, thanks to the return of Jaw. Um, is, it, is it better to curb your enthusiasm um, in, in a situation like this, or is it, is it best to just assume that... Um, the best is going to happen. Like, how do you handle a moment like this? (laughs) Um, I think you give yourself a small reality check and understand that John Morant can do a lot, but probably cannot do everything to make this a renewed season for the Grizzlies. But in that, like they immediately get better, right? So you can take solace in the fact that hopefully the Grizzlies will not look as bad as they have looked the last 25. And I think one of the things that comes with John Morant is it's just the potential of what he can do any given night. Like from a basketball fan standpoint, not just a Grizzlies fan standpoint, there's an exciting reason to watch Jaw play basketball, and that infuses a level of fun that, frankly, we have not seen from this team. And so it's just the potential of what could Jaw do that drives an enticement factor going forward here. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the thing. It's like, you know, I, I want to – like I, I, I'm, of, I'm of two minds of, on this. I'm like, I want to be, you know, fair to to the, to the return of Ja and just you know the way this stuff works. But also, like, I I believe he fixes so many of the Grizzlies' problems. I know it's hard for people to believe that there is anything that could do that. But I mean, Ja is somebody that gives you a fourth quarter finisher. He's somebody that gives you a little bit more spacing because of the attention he he demands when he gets to the paint. I mean, I, I just, I just. I, I, I guess the question is, like, is the hole too deep now? Is the hole too deep that the Grizzlies have dug to try to get into the play-in? Or, or, or do you think it could be a, a legitimately feverish pace to somehow finish 10th here when we look up at the end of the season? It will be feverish <laughs> if they do it. No, I mean, numerically, that's where I think for all of us in the collective conversation has been no one thought it was going to be this bad nobody thought that the grizzlies were going to go six and 19 even as they got off to the zero and six start it was oh 
Well, what if there was a world where they went five and twenty-five, and then or five and twenty into twenty-five, and then it became more of a legitimate? Oh gosh, like they might really struggle to get more than five wins, and they end up with six. Um, so when you're prognosticating like the worst case scenario, no one really ever imagined that it would come with a legitimate concern of what if it's too late when Dog gets back. And so at this point, what they're seven and a half games out of the ten spot, fifty-seven games remaining. Um, they would need to win somewhere around thirty-five right. to be five. Like, again, and this goes back to the, well, what if John can drag them into a legitimate race back into the play? And so I think there's at least the interest factor. Now, granted, the Grizzlies schedule here over the next, you know, last two weeks of 2023 before they'll be back at home to play the Kings on New Year's Eve. Like, you get the Pelicans tonight, and then you get the Pacers at home, and then it's, you know, the Hawks who are okay, but then you get the Pelicans again, and the Nuggets, and the Clippers, and it just doesn't get any easier. So you look at this giant mountain to climb back up, and you just wonder, based on you know what you've seen with your eyeballs on this team and some of the deficiencies and the lack of depth at the point guard position and lack of depth in the front court, and obviously the whole conundrum with the wing situation, um, can they be in a place where they're competing? At this point, like numerically, it's not like they're eliminated, so there's still something to, to fight for to play for. Yeah, I guess like... You know, that would be great um, if, if they can find a way to, to get in. It would be great if they could, you know, you know find a way to be the 10 spot. But uh, that, that, to me, feels a little uh, unrealistic given the hole that they, mm-hmm. they are in. So then what do the goals become? The goals become getting as many games as possible with these three, right? Because that is yeah. still something that has eluded this franchise, you know, for so long. And so that... There still is something to gain out of it, right? I mean, if you get, you know, obviously you're probably not going to get all 57, but if you get 45 or 50, you know, with that with that trio, that's still going to at least be instructive, right? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that's what this is all about. And I think, if anything, there's been a renewed understanding of why windows can close so quickly, why winning teams can be so fleeting. I mean, if you think this time last year, the Grizzlies are first in the West. They had 19 wins at this point last season. And to see how things have flipped upside down so quickly, I think there's a greater understanding of, okay, there has to be, this is the now for Ja, Desmond Bain, and Jaron Jackson Jr. And as you have seen Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. try to carry this team on their back in these games without Ja, there's at least encouragement of, wow, you have Ja Morant, you have Desmond Bain who can operate in number one player fashion, who could certainly be in the conversation for all-star. Granted, the Grizzlies record will more than likely drag him down. And then you have Jaron, who is a defensive player of the year, was an all-star last year, and has taken an offensive step forward. Obviously didn't see that being the case last night in Oklahoma City. Um, but there is a genuine optimism to attach to still having one of the most potential-laden young cores in the NBA. And so you want to take the rest of the season and say, okay, what do they do collectively? And then what pieces are absolutely necessary to put around them to allow that unit to function to the best of their ability and hopefully chase a you know long, deep run in the Western Conference playoffs and then the ultimate goal of trying to reach an NBA Finals. We're talking to Jessica Benson, host of the Jessica Benson Show with CJ Hurd on Grice. And you join us every single Tuesday here on the show how sort of important in that evaluation is getting back guys like Marcus Smart, Luke Kennard, you know, feels like 
I'd love to put D Rose in that mix as well, but it's like I feel like we're getting the absolute most we could expect to get out of him at this point. Like <laughs> if he plays three games in a row, we're gonna have to give him a couple weeks off. All right, that's how we we take care of our elderly. You know, that's yeah. what we do. But how, how important is that evaluation, just in terms of like at least trying and attempting to get a complete view, <laughs> right? I mean, because you're throwing guys out there right now that you know just aren't gonna yeah. be in the long term plans. That's just the reality of it. I love this idea of like compassionate minutes for NBA players over thirty five. Like, Absolutely, you just have to understand where that where that body is at. Absolutely, what it has gone through. Uh, no, I mean, and that's you know a piece that people and and appropriately grab onto. Like, oh, it's not just that they've been without job, but they've continuously been without you know five of their top nine players. When you throw in Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark into the mix as well. And so you'll finally hopefully get to see what things will look like with Ja and Marcus Smart on the court at the same time. Like, does Marcus Smart still have the defensive player of the year dog in him that we saw during his time in Boston, a player who, you know, has been to the NBA Finals promised land himself. And then with Luke Kennard, like, can he be that, you know, perfect spot-up shooter who comes off the bench, someone who we saw make 10 threes in a game and lead the NBA in three-point percentage? Like, all of this allows the the players that the Grizzlies want to be leaning on to play in their more natural roles. And that is where we will actually get a glimpse of, okay, is that working? Are those roles defined? Mm-hmm. And will they help the Grizzlies achieve those long-term goals? Or is there still some tinkering that needs to be done with this lineup? And until we see it for ourselves, it's really hard to, to be conclusive with it. Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. Uh, so in terms of tonight, do you do you think that this is a game, you know, I mean, it feels like peak motivation for these Grizzlies, and even with the sort of roster, you know, questions, do you think this is a, a game the Grizz can keep close? Like, how do you sort of see this one playing out? Well, did you see that Zion Williamson is questionable? Okay, all right. <laughs> Man, that's that helps. a good start. That helps. Uh, questionable with illness. Everyone's illness. Everybody's got illness an Ill. is, yeah. uh, so Ill. He doesn't want to go up against John Morant in his first game back. No, I mean, we saw this Pelicans team come into FedEx Forum, and they're a team that can get hot from the three-point line. I think they just had um, a pretty massive effort from deep in their last game against the Spurs. They were something like 22. They were 22 of 42 from three, so 52%. That's a little nerve-wracking for a Grizzlies team that has struggled to defend the three-point line. Uh, defensively, they're you know they're a top 10 defense, but I wouldn't say they're a defensive juggernaut. I'm sure Herb Jones will get some run with Jaw back on the court. I think there's a path for. I mean, the Grizzlies have to play close to a a perfect game to beat the Pelicans, especially if Zion Williamson is healthy tonight. And so I'm not trying to quelch the excitement, but yeah. it, it will be tough. You know, you, t- you have to be a realist at some point where you look at a team that's won six games and you think, man, how much can you put on John Morant in his first game back? I do also think, like, John will attempt to go off in this game. I don't think there's any level of, oh, he's just going to flirt with the cool, casual, like, 20-point effort. Like, if he can go big... He's gonna try to go big. I think that's that's what we said on the sh- like because he said like he verbalized. I'm not trying to have a historic game when like nobody necessarily asked him that. I think it gave away that Josh trying to have a historic game. So I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, all right, all right, bro, you ain't fooling nobody, okay? I mean, has Josh like ever stepped on a basketball court and not had a point to prove? I, I, like, that's I, I, yeah, the, exactly. That's the thing that's so magical about watching. It's like any given night you have the chance to have 
him do something, one, that maybe you've never seen before, two, try to end someone's life with a dunk, exactly. or just go off. Like, that's what he does. Like Yeah, like, John, have you, have you ever not had to, tr- you know, had tried to have a historic game in any game you've ever played, bro? Like, this would be the yeah. first time you've ever tried to not do that. So, right. you know, I don't think <laughs> at this gonna point. I'm just going to be, I'm, I'm the new Jaw is like, I'm just a little shy. I'm just a little timid. No, like, that's not who he like is. Like that, uh, what's the, who is it, uh, the Kevin James meme? You know what I'm yeah, saying? He's not just That's how Jaw's going to play. Yeah, not a chance, bro. We we see you, Jaw. Okay, you ain't tricking us, bro. Uh, well, so it's on national television, like you just know, there's right. a massive point to prove. I, I get that a lot of the excitement here is already looking ahead for his first home game, and it's the Pacers and the Tyrese Halliburton conversation of it all. But like that game's on Valley Sports Southeast, which is great. This game's on TNT at 6:30. Like this is an opportunity to come back with a real point to prove, and I think it's silly to think that that is not lingering in Jaw's head today. Yeah, no, I I think that's absolutely right. We're talking to Jessica Benson, joins us every Tuesday here on the show. Uh, Memphis basketball finally got the recognition it so deserved by getting in the top 25, but of course <laughs> they have to win today and uh, later tonight to to stay in. Um, I know that people say that you know. Uh, oh, it means nothing, and it's irrelevant. And and, and that is true. I mean, big picture, in the macro, it is irrelevant because it's it's December. But isn't there something to be said for being rewarded for work that you're doing and and, and a program that has honestly not been that relevant in the regular season the last four to five, or honestly six, seven, eight years, getting that, you know, getting that shine that, hey, this this program is, is... attempting to return back to relevance, you know, the way that it once was. Yes. Like the the most relevant basketball teams are ranked in the AP top 25. There's a name recognition there. People see when you go to ESPN scores, what comes up the top 25, like those are the teams that you are most likely to accidentally casually stumble upon in some capacity during the portion of the college basketball season that not everyone is like fully buckled in, locked and loaded for because it's still football season and it takes some people time to get into the college basketball mode. And so I think like I understand the notion of, ah, it doesn't matter one way or the other. We're just going to go play games. Okay, sure. But you would rather be ranked than not ranked. And now you set up a situation where, I mean, I hadn't even realized that this is the first ranked on ranked game at FedEx Forum since what, 2014? Like it's been a while since you have had that kind of numeric purpose to a game in December, especially uh, for the Memphis Tigers. So I think it's exciting. And I think they certainly deserved it. Like how you could look at them beating back to back, top 25 opponents, back-to-back quad one wins, one of those being on the road, uh, one of those potentially being against maybe the team that goes and wins the SEC this year, the other being against a team that maybe goes and wins the ACC this year, if it's Clemson or maybe it's Virginia. Like Now you have that opportunity tonight as well. So I thought it was a very deserved ranking, and it just adds a little extra spice to this group. And they deserve it to be rewarded for the schedule that they have, the juggernaut of a schedule that they've navigated through knowing that the kind of patty cake of the AAC is what's ahead of them outside of FAU. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, it's funny. I was, I was like, it was Sunday uh, and there weren't any like great NFL games on that I really cared about necessarily. And so I was like, let me, let me see what's up, you know, with Jessica's Trojans. Let me see what's oh, up. No, with the, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm like, let me check in on Boogie and Bronny, you know, since like a big time game, you know what I'm saying? At Auburn. And uh, like, are y'all Okay. Are y'all, no. are y'all okay? <laughs> We're like five and five. 
weird less than okay. I mean, it got crushed by Auburn on Sunday. My mom tuned into that. My poor mother mm. was like, oh, USC basketball on national television. Let me tune in. And she was so disappointed. She was so sad. Why you got to make her sound like that? Yeah, I don't know. She was just, she was so thrilled. And, like, she has this weird love for Charles Barkley, too. So then she's like, well, then, obviously, Charles Barkley was there supporting Auburn, so I can't root against Charles. I was like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, I think, uh, maybe maybe Auburn's really good. I don't know. That's, like, I, it's possible. I, I think Auburn is, you know, but it was like. It was like, she was like, does Memphis play Auburn? I hope they don't play Auburn. They're very good. I'm like, I don't know how good Auburn is. I think USC might just be pretty mid. It's like, it's like Boogie and, like, that's really it. That's oh, all y'all yeah. have. It's Boogie. It's uh, Isaiah Collier. Collier we'll come yeah. up with a little bit. And then they have uh, one guy who's coming off the bench who's at least started to play better is this Oziah Sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just don't fit. And the brawny component of it all, like, it's so awesome to see him back on the court after everything that he went through. Um, but thus far, it hasn't resulted in great turnaround for USC. There's yep. still a lot of season to play, obviously. Yep. Um, but it hasn't been this like electrifying show that I think some people anticipated with his return. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, so, you know, ho- hopefully he will find, uh, you know, himself a little bit here and, and, uh, cause I'm rooting for the kid. I really am, but it's definitely been a, a tough start. Jessica, you're the best appreciated as always. We'll be listening tonight. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. Have a good one. Yep. Bye. She is Jessica Benson. Joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Did you did you watch any of that game by chance? That Auburn USC game? I didn't. I didn't yeah. see it. I mean, I t- I wanted, you know I was a little curious on you know Bronny right, but he doesn't he doesn't really play that much. You know, you can tell. And and, and again, it's a yeah. different it's a different um, game now with mm-hmm. older players. But I, I there was just nothing about him that said top 10 draft pick this year. I mean, I just don't know where the people are I think we kind of saw this coming a little bit, didn't we? I mean... The, well, he's, the, he's dealing with a lot in fairness. The, I mean, the hard thing, yeah. obviously, it, it changed the whole entire thing because I think... That, but I did watch his return, the highlights from the return, and it, and it looked like he was just happy to get on the court. Like, the family was just happy he was out there. They lost that game, by the way. So yes. It's yes. not a good team. Auburn also not a great team. That is that is that. Is, I mean, look, I I I think Auburn actually, you know, they have a couple of players there with Jalen Williams and mm-hmm. uh, Janai Broom and and a couple of guards. I could see him making a run. I could also see him, you know, uh, spontaneously combusting. Why so. are people real quick on the SEC basketball again? You've been studying this because of the field of sixty eight in here, but like, why are people so down on Ole Miss? Like, people are like, yeah, they're ranked, but just you know, there's a lot of just because who they've beaten. I mean, they have the only win they have is against Memphis. That's it. Uh, the rest of it's just been total crap. Mm. I mean, I mean, we can go through it. It's pretty. No, I see it. I'm looking. I at mean, the Alabama schedule. State, you beat yeah. by ten. Eastern Washington, Detroit Mercy, you beat by one. Yeah. Sam Houston, Temple, NC State, Memphis, Mount St. Mary's, UCF. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, that's that's they're just poking holes, and you know, four or five of the wins are against the dregs of college right. basketball. I mean, Detroit Mercy is the worst team in the whole damn mm-hmm. country. I liked their Memphis win, though. Like, oh, their uh, Memphis win was very impressive, and it, and it was. So, Quite decisive, it felt like. Yes, yes, it absolutely was. Um, and that's why they're in the top 25. Yeah. Memphis in the top 25, they're in the top 25. That's fair. I, I think Ole Miss is actually a, a decent team. I don't think they're um, – I mean, they're undefeated. They beat Memphis. They should mm-hmm. be in the top 25. I think that's fair. I don't think it's like, oh, my God, how can you ever rank this team? Sure. You know, how deep can they go in the tournament? I mean, I, I you know, who knows, really? I mean, can they, can they score enough to do that? Probably not, but um, – I, I think they are deserving, I would say. Um, 
I have made the decision that Chris Beard is a wizard. Great like, coach. I think he's great coach. I think he's good for about four or five wins that they won't usually get that they'll get because he's there. You know what I mean? I mean, it's Ole Miss basketball and they're in the top twenty five. Yeah. I mean Right, that's an accomplishment. Case closed. Fair enough. It's the last time they've been in the top twenty five. I mean, it's been Andy Kennedy time, hadn't it? I mean, did, did, Kermit did had him in? in. I think Kermit had him in for a little bit here and there. That's how he held on so long. But I think Andy had him in. Yeah, I uh, think they should have kept Andy. Kennedy, they were, they, yeah, you're right. They were in the, they were in the AP poll in in 2019. That was the last time. So four years they've been out of it. That's probably Kermit there. I think that is Kermit. Yeah, I would not have guessed it was that recent. I mean, it's still four years, Kermit, by the way. I mean, Kermit didn't do great there at the end, but Kermit, I mean, he got probably got a second contract because at the beginning he was performing for him. Yeah, he uh, Kermit got there in 2018, so he had him uh, He had him there his second year. And last year was his last, so, I mean, he had okay, him. No, it, it would have been his first year, actually. probably would have been the back half of 2018-19. Okay. So, so even though it's, quote-unquote, four years ago, mm-hmm. it's actually, you know, five seasons right. ago, you know, because yeah. it was that 18-19 season. Yep. So, I mean, that's how long it's been for Ole Miss, so, I I mean, yeah. To the to your point about Chris Beard, if I mean, oh, this is not an easy job. It sucks. It's just not. It's um, hard to recruit to usually. I mean, you're going to Oxford, Mississippi, yeah. okay, and you're not playing football. Right. You're, you're playing basketball. Uh, now they obviously their arena is a lot better yep. now. The NIL component will help them a hundred percent. You know, but it's just you know you're typically just getting beat up in the SEC. Yeah. I mean, that's what's happening uh, historically. I mean, Kermit went you know six and twelve. Four and fourteen, two and thirteen. I mean, that's yeah. brutal. That's yeah. absolutely brutal. Who wants to be a part of that? No. Now they've got a they've got a stud in Morrell. They got Musa Cisse down there playing. Uh, they got the kid from Georgetown who's now eligible. So, yeah, I mean, they actually have a, a a pretty good team down there. Again, are they built for a deep run? I don't know. But the idea that we're even talking about Ole Miss basketball in the top twenty five is a in in Chris Beard's first six weeks on the job. Right, mind you, this isn't his third year. No, this is his first six weeks on the job. I think that speaks to the coach he is. It will be a short time for him in Oxford. I think that's fair. Trust me. Yeah. I mean, it just that's the way it's going to go. He's yeah. going to get a Big 12 job. He's going to get a bigger – I mean, it just is what it is. Credit to Ole Miss for, you know, taking the leap and doing it because, you know, it, it's paying off. It's yeah, paying I mean, off they got program. the PR hit, but, like, you knew that was going to be short-lived that after take, they started that, getting that, on the court. That does not last. No. I mean, it, it, it just is what it is. So, yep. anyway, uh, good stuff there from Jessica Benson. Jeff Goodman's going to join us at about 12.25, 12.30. Talk to him about Memphis, about this Memphis-Virginia game tonight and more. Stick around. Jason and John. Are- you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Trying to family, yes. Hi, we're back. Jason and John. He's trying to family, ESPN. Jeff Goodman's going to join us uh, at around 1230 or so. Uh, and we'll talk to him about this Memphis, Virginia game. That's tonight. Uh, on ESPN, Jay Alter and Randolph Childress are on the call. And, and, I, and I do want to talk a little bit about um, – I got a chance to hang with Randolph R.C. a little bit last night on Beale Street. He had never been to Beale Street. Hey. So uh, – I, I you guys get into it a little bit? No, not really. No. I mean, it was dead. It was completely <laughs> yeah, dead quiet, on a Monday. And it was yeah. cold, you know. Yeah. But I took him to uh, – I was taking him to Dyer's. I like that. Got, got the a, burger. Got him some Dyer's. And then hey. we, we uh, went, uh, went over to Silky's. Hey, and uh, and it's so fun down there, even if it's quiet. Yeah, it, it was. You know, it's again. It's it was funny because we we went to uh, you know we went to Dyer's and the um, yep. and the and, and the server there, Pam, mm. was uh, when she when I told her that he was in you know for the ESPN broadcast, she she took that to mean he was here on behalf of Virginia. And oh. so she started giving him the business, okay? <laughs> I mean, Pam was like, we're going to whip y'all's ass. We're going to stomp y'all down, you know? And he was like, hey, no, no, no. He's like, I'm not with Virginia. I'm just here on the broadcast. I'm, he's like, I think Memphis going to win, but she was ready to get hey, it to man, him. And Pam's from Memphis, man. And I told him that. Is. I told him, I'm like, bro, this is it, man. This is how it goes in yeah. town, bro. Like, you, you know, business. when the Tigers are good, yeah. this is – I mean, I, it, yeah. it, it brings me back – so much to that 0708 year where oh yeah everywhere you went it was just it was, i mean it was just everywhere man yeah. the flags and the pride and the and i hope that this team can restore that a little bit i know we're putting a lot on them yeah. that's a big burden just it's do hard. just do what that 0708 team did for this city <laughs> you know yeah, but, good luck. but i i will say i think there's a chance that they could capture the imagination um, and, and, and much in the same way. And, and again, I don't think it, you know, this conversation ever has to be one or the other. Uh, I, I know just, where you're going. I just don't think Memphis has Memphis basketball has captivated in this way in a long time. I mean, that first that there was the glow of the penny hire, sure. right? There was the glow of that. And then there was the, you know, the recruiting class of 2019, mm-hmm. but that, as we know, that got derailed, right. you know, immediately, uh, as the season started. So, you know, then you kind of go through the other years, and it was just you know start slow starts, some drama, this, that, the other, um, and I think now, you know, you're at a place where th- this team is overachieving. I would say honestly, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's no reason to believe that they can't continue to do that. Well, and it wouldn't be uh, yeah. overachieving; it would just be achieving. I also think like Penny got better at the job. Like when Absolutely. we when we started this process, you know, five years ago. It was, and and I would have been the same way. By the way, this is I would have been exactly the same way. I'd have had smoke, and I would have driven in to the uh, you know FedEx Forum on one of those those what was that three wheeler thing he drove into? Yep. You know what was it called? A st- straight fire or Spitfire? Yeah, something like one that. Of those yeah. S- he had yep. like one of these ATVs that Penny had neon mm-hmm. lights on, and he drove it into a full FedEx Forum, and there was all the smoke, and yep. you know it was there's all this bravado, and and I'll tell you, it's so much 
more fun when you downplay and then you blow away the expectation of what is For to sure. come. Like, and I think that's why they did the madness at a little lower level. Now, I think in general in 2023 it's harder to sell tickets, but I was stoked about seeing Saturday. Like Saturday reminded me yep. it reminded me of the Tennessee game because when you get those lower, you know, club low and you get a couple thousand upstairs, like that place is rocking, man. It, it felt it felt really good. It did feel a little bit like that. Yeah, I'm glad. Well, and you so you had a good time? I had a great time. I mean, the vibes in there cuz you got the pep band. It's different than a Grizzlies game because the Grizzlies, you know, it's it's more of a It's it's a collegiate experience. I mean, it just is. There's something about when a pep band is in a building like yes. that. Yes. It immediately feels college like. And, and that, you know, that's what it is. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> Well, like know. in a blue out too. Like I like the color scheme thing. I like the band. I like the cheerleaders thing. I mean, I I really think tonight will be a, a fun atmosphere at FedEx Forum. It, it should be. I mean, I, again, when you start talking about, you know, only X number of tickets remain yeah. for... Um, it's good. It's Tuesday night. Yeah. A lot of people are on break, though. Like, the kids... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.